Welcome to the Hot Copy Podcast with your hosts Belinda Weaver and Kate Toon. In each 20-minute episode, we'll be sharing the secrets of successful copywriters, including copywriting tips, shortcuts, writing resources, interviews, and laughs, all focused on helping you to become a better copywriter. I'm Belinda Weaver, and this is my co-host, Kate Toon. Hola! Today, we're going to be talking about swipe files. Do they lead to lazy copywriting, or are they the tool that smart copywriters use? Now, I actually use copywriting swipe files quite a lot, and I was a little bit surprised to hear that you don't use them, Kate. Look, I'm going to be perfectly honest and say before you suggested this topic for the podcast, I didn't really know what they were. I've Googled it now, and I know what they are now, but no, I don't use them. So I thought I should start by briefly explaining what swipe files are for anyone listening who who's not familiar with them. And a swipe file is essentially a collection of copywriting ideas or wording or examples that you can refer to or swipe when you need inspiration. So you commonly see swipe files for things like headlines, sales letters, advertising, but they could also be a collection of really great calls to action, great subject lines for emails, you know, stuff like that. I use swipe files to help get me started on things like writing headlines because they give me a bit of structure to work from and they help kind of give me a little poke in the inspiration stakes. And I kind of like seeing some clever spins on old ideas. So I actually use swipe files for things like headlines a lot and I've included a lot of swipe files in my copywriting masterclass just to kind of help students, you know, new copywriters shortcut their writing process. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. Um, I think a lot of my copywriting methodologies come from my time working in big ad agencies and none of the agency I used in um, had swipe files or, or anything like that. Um, but that said, I, I do use a lot of templates, which I think could be similar. Um, I have a copy deck template, email templates, all that kind of stuff, which is all available on the Clever Copy Writing School website, by the way. Just a little, uh, you know, plug there. But um, <laughs> I, I don't template stuff like this. You know, I don't have... I have structures laid out of how I might structure a page, but I, I definitely don't have files full of, like, potential headlines or calls to actions. I'm just not sure it would work for me. Um, and I don't know, I mean, maybe I'm misunderstanding it, but it, it feels a little bit cheaty. Like, you know, you've got this big file full of headlines and you're going to cut and paste it for client A and change a word and cut and paste it for client B and change a different word. But maybe, am I not understanding them? Or am I being stupid? No, no, not at all. I mean, the point you make is valid, but I don't think, you know, having a whole lot of ideas ready to roll out is actually a bad thing because, you know, old copywriting techniques still work today because while technology is changing all around us, people aren't changing. We're still motivated by the same basic emotions. So, you know, I don't think we have to reinvent the wheel every time we approach a headline or a sales letter or an email, things like that. You know, but the key to using swipe files isn't just to cut and paste and you repeat something verbatim or fill in the blanks with really bland language. It's actually how you adapt the letter or the headline for your audience that's really critical. So really kind of what you're starting with is a formula or structure and it's what you do with it that can make an exceptional. If you do it really badly, you are just a lazy copycat copywriter. 
So, you know, just to explore that a bit further, when I'm writing an ad, I flick through my ad pack of brilliant advertising. And maybe sometimes I don't get a structure, but I just get a little seed of an idea that helps that I can then explore. Or when I'm writing a headline, I brainstorm a whole range of formulas from the file. But it's what I fill in the blanks with, how I customize it for my audience. You know, they're the skills that I call on as a copywriter. So you actually, it can still be really hard to create something awesome, but you have a foundation that you can work from. Well, I think that's really interesting. And I think what that highlights is the difference in the way that we became copywriters. Because if I'm not mistaken, you actually did a copywriting course Mm. and then became a copywriter. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's, it's an admission I will make that I've actually never been classically trained as a copywriter. I've never done a, an evening class or a workshop or a correspondence course. Um, and I'll be even more honest and admit I've never even read a how to write copywriting book. I know that lots of people swear by Bob Bly. You're a fan of Bob, I believe. Belinda. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He has um, the Copywriter's Handbook, I think it is. That's the one I've got on my shelf. And that's something that I, I flick through quite regularly. And, you know, I'm certainly not implying that you're not always sharpening your copywriting skills because I know you are. But I find things like you know, flicking through a copywriting book, flicking through my old copywriting notes, flicking through my swipe files, just helps to remind me um, of some of those classic techniques that have worked for decades. Yeah, and I I don't know what, I think again, you know, as I've I've said, a lot of my training comes from agency time. And again, I was never handed any kind of copywriting book or how-to guide. So I don't know. I mean, I think when I'm writing copy, I often refer back to previous copy decks that I've written, which are to some degree swipe files in a way. Um, As I said, I have a lot of templates. um, And I often, I mean, I think my training for copywriting is, and my, my constant education is reading an awful lot. So, you know, if I'm about to start writing a website for a dentist, I'll probably look at 20 or 30 other dentist websites before I start the job and I mentally create a swipe file. I may not have anything that I write down, but mentally I'm collating ideas, you know, things I like, things I don't work. So maybe my brain is one giant swipe file. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's, it's an approach that works for you, I guess, um, it re- it's a reflection on the fact that my brain doesn't have the capacity, not now that I have a toddler as well, uh, <laughs> no, but I feel that I can't, um, I can't tax my brain to remember all the different ways that you can write a great call to action or all the different formulas for headlines. And I find that when I don't refer to my swipe file for headlines, for example, because that's probably the one I'm, I use more most often, I end up writing the same headlines over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really, and I think, you know, this also could be a big time saver because I'm spending a lot of time staring out the window trying to remember stuff um, that I like or that I think works or formulas that I know are going to really be great for this particular project. And if it was all in a document, maybe it would save me some bleeding time. So, yeah, I mean, I think we all find different ways to be inspired. Yeah, and, you know, as I said, I still have to put in the time to fit 
the letter or the call to action or the email subject line or the headline. I still have to make it fit for the audience that I'm writing mm -hmm. for. I still have to spend time understanding their pain points and their dreams and their frustrations and all those kind of things and, and build a connection between the business and the customers. But I just get these little little nuggets of inspiration that I don't have to carry around in my head. So yeah. that's why I like them. So, Kate, you mentioned, you know, your methodologies come from your time in agencies. How did people get inspired in agency land? Was it just left to each copywriter to just come up with the goods? Well, I mean, I think, you know, the joy of agencies is the, um, you know, the indulgence, for want of a better word, that is given to creatives. You know, they really are given time to come up with ideas and um, you know we use that time to do a lot of brainstorming um, and often we were paired with a designer so that was really helpful so there was a copywriter designer partnership and often copy would inspire design or design would inspire copy um, but you know we'd, we'd also had creative directors who obviously had huge experience and had worked on lots of campaigns and um, you know not all of them were particularly pleasant characters but they were often uh, you know very inspirational and so we would often have to kind of you know go and present our ideas and and they'd kind of say hey let that 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 that, that doesn't work maybe try this way of doing it this formula or you know that's been done to death that's cliche try this and our copy also went through producers and project managers, account managers and clients. So we had a lot of feedback and a lot of ideas would come out of that. But the main thing really was the, the main way that we got inspired was we had a lot of time. You know, often you'd have an entire day to come up with one line of copy for an ad wow. if it was a big campaign. Yeah, or more. You know, I've often been given three days to come up with some concepts for some banner ads. Now, you wouldn't just sit there for three days solidly doing that. You might do a few other things. But, you know, when you're a creative in an agency, you can happily go downstairs and play ping pong and, and call that creative brainstorming time because you're kind of chewing over the idea in your head. And there's a lot of sitting on beanbags and a lot of time in the bar. And that really surprises me, I have to admit, because I just have this, I've never worked in an agency and I just had this vision of it like, we need awesome copy and we need it by 3 p.m., go. Um, well, I that do does happen. I mean, believe me, that definitely does happen. And it's amazing what you can pull out of your bum hole at the eighth hour. And often the truth is you'd have these three days to think of ideas, but really you wouldn't put pen to paper until the last hour when the pressure really, really struck. But, you know, in that time, maybe you'd have read some magazines, you'd have watched some stuff online, you know, you'd have chatted to some people, you'd have flicked through some old campaign books, you know. So, but really it was time. And I think the truth is when you're a working working for yourself copywriter you don't you can't afford that time you can't afford to spend eight hours coming up with one line of copy unless you're very very well paid yeah that's so a good point. your swipe files not only sound like a good source of inspiration but a real you know a, a time saver you know uh yeah and, and when you're working on your own you don't have that that workshopping brainstorming because uh, that sounds fantastic of talking to people and shooting ideas back and forth when it's just you in your office and I'm sure you have this now because I know I have it you're sort of like I've got to come up with something amazing and it's me and my dog <laughs> and the wall yeah. so that's I think where I find the swipe files can be useful because it's essentially flicking through old campaigns but with really specific focus yep so the question we've raised here is, are swipe files lazy copywriting or are they a smart tool to use? So I'm going to throw it back to you, Kate, after this discussion. We, you started it kind of not knowing what swipe files were. How do you feel about them now? Yeah, I mean, I think um, they, they, they sound great um, and, I, I, you know, I might start using them and maybe you could give me yours 
for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it's a good games. starting point because the you know the thought of having to sit down now and and, and compile some uh, kind of feels a bit exhausting. But um, yeah, I think it would be a lot less taxing and uh, to have that kind of little pot full of inspiration ready to dip into. Um, but another thing, just to finish off, and uh, you know, you'll find the links to these on our website at hot copypodcast.com there's a lot of great tools online that I also use for inspiration for headlines and things like that so we'll put some links for those on the website as well as potentially a swipe file what do you think Belinda do you think we can pull one together oh yeah I think that's a fantastic idea I, I mean you're right there are a lot of really great tools you can use online the swipe files don't have to be a document that you refer to but yeah we should put something together so watch this space Excellent. But yes, in answer to your question, you've sold me on swipe files. Okay, you won. You won this round. Ding, ding. Yay. <laughs> well, that's it from us. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, don't forget to leave us a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. Your review will help other copywriters find us. You can also head to hotcopypodcast.com and leave your comments on the blog post for this episode. Until next time, happy writing. That's why it's a good combination, you and I, because, you know, we're both incredibly witty and funny. <laughs>